Welcome to Larry Reedy's America. Uh, this is the gun version, and we have uh, Greg Neese back on, return guest from last week's podcast. Uh, Greg, welcome back. Thanks, Larry. Glad okay. to be here. I, I, I want to ask you, now, you're a federal firearms licensed dealer. Yep. And uh, do you want to give anybody your website or if you don't have a website, your email address or anything in case they're looking for a gun? Absolutely. I don't have a website, but just AmericanAFGuns at gmail.com. Okay. Um, or just look me up on Facebook or whatever. I'm, I'm out there. So if you need something, get a hold of me. Okay. And how about ammo also? I have a, I have a few suppliers, but the best, the best pricing I can get is in bulk. Mm -hmm. um, I try to order cases of at least a thousand. Yeah. So if there's something somebody wants, I'll try to find that for them in a thousand. And, and that's the best price. The problem is it's usually the most expensive way to buy, but you get the most for your dollar. Absolutely. So. Okay. And question, we, we talked about some of your guns last week, mm -hmm. but I want to ask you if you right now, you said, you know, I'm going to buy, 10 guns I always wanted, whether they're rifles, pistols, or revolvers, what will be your top 10 choice? That's a good question. I guess I've never <laughs> thought about that. I just come off the top of my head. <laughs> so for me, it's more about different calibers that maybe I've never shot or hunted with that I would like to try. Mm -hmm. um, I love to travel and hunt, uh, and I, I love to haul guns. So uh, back in fall, I went to South Florida to Okeechobee, and I hunted. If anybody's ever seen the pig man on TV, I, I know the pig man. So I went and I hunted with him down in Okeechobee. We went hog hunting, killed some gators. And the funnest thing that we did, we took boats over to um, South Palm or West Palm Beach, and we got on the canals, and we shot um, lizards. Now, wait a minute. Are you allowed to? Air, we we used air guns. Oh, um, I mean, but like like alligators aren't they protected or? Well, so I had to have what they called an alligator agent license, and so that I could hunt with guys that had tags. Okay. So they had they supplied the tags, um, and I didn't do none of that pansy little stuff where you kind of go out there and hope you get close. I was on the front of an airboat and I, I harpooned one that was like two feet. That's the way I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it the the, the real way and it, it was I mean that gator was 12 18 inches from biting my leg off and I harpooned him he went back underwater pulled him back up I hit him with the bang stick pull him in um, now what do you what did you do with him afterwards uh, we took it back and this was the part I did not want to do those guys down there they cleaned it and everything I, I got gator meat at home in the freezer yeah so I gotta probably smoke some of that up have you have you tried it I've had gator before. When we were down there, I mean, they had gator laying out that um, they had made deep fried stuff. So we we ate some gator. I brought all mine home and froze it. I just haven't. Had Is it tough? With it. No. Really? And, you know, when you hunt with them locals, they teach you little, little things that you don't hear otherwise. Um, gator meat, you have to get all the fat off of it. Otherwise, it, it, it has a really nasty, nasty tainted taste to it. I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I've had gator before and thought, man, this tastes like crap. Well, <laughs> they told me this, and that's why whoever whoever made it didn't clean it right. So they 
I mean, there is like no fat. It's it's all meat. So you grill it with rub or what? The the the, sh- the things they showed me was pretty much all deep frying. Really. But I'm I'm gonna I mean I got enough. I'm gonna try a couple different things. I'm gonna smoke some. I'm gonna grill some and see what yeah. I like. I I've never tried. I've had I've had shark and I like shark. It's kind of tough and doesn't do much for me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when I was in the service, I was misled by a buddy of mine when I was uh, drinking in downtown Cologne and Panama. Uh, <laughs> And this guy had a little portable grill, and my buddy said, it's steak on a stick. Well, it, it was a guan on a stick. Yeah, yeah. So, Did you like it? Because that's oh, what we no. shot. I said lizards. A guan, well, that's what I we would, shot. If I, if I could drink that rock gut Balboa beer that they had, <laughs> I can eat a guana. <laughs> so, it, it was... was it the was, more you drink, the better it tastes. <laughs> it was so much fun shooting those iguanas. And the problem is they're like groundhogs around here. They get into everything and they tear up everything. Oh, so the people want them gone. Yeah. And they said it, it probably started with some, because they're not native to there. They said somebody probably brought one in and let it loose. Oh, yeah. And now they're everywhere. Oh, they're millions. They tear up everything. So it, it was fun. And for the most part, they're happy to see you doing it. You, just, yeah. you have to be careful. I mean, because we, we were shooting really high-end air guns. And so, I mean, you got to be careful where you're shooting or you will hit somebody or something and hurt them. But um, since that, I went out and I went out and bought a SIG air gun because I want to, I'll go do the same down there sometime. That was fun. To get back to your question though, there's different calibers that I, it's not so much about what gun I would love, I would love to have because most of what I want, I have but it's different calibers that I'd like to shoot. I don't necessarily want to own it because I try to keep what I own to three or four calibers and stick mm-hmm. to that and then focus on that. But I like to shoot different things. Whether I own it or somebody else does, it's fun to shoot it. So one night I, I went out and killed hogs with a 300 blackout, um, 6.5. I mean, we just different things. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I really like... And there's not a lot of places around here to do it, but I like to have something that I can try to open up and shoot a long, long distance yeah. with. Well, you know that six five is so the ammo is so expensive, and the the thing is, at three hundred yards, the three oh eight and the six five they're both flat. And since I've only got a two hundred yard range, uh, now if you're shooting five hundred yards, the six five is better. A better round, but since I've only got a 200 yard range, I've never bought a 6.5 because I, uh, the last time I checked, they were over a buck around about a buck 20 yeah, around. Expensive. Yeah, I had found, um, just in my travels of buying ammo at, at bulk, I found some six fives of really good prices uh, a few years ago that I was turning for some guys, but I never kept it, I never kept any six five stuff for myself. Pretty much just turn it yeah. over. Somebody else has it. I still, I still like my two two three and my mm-hmm. three oh eight. Oh yeah, pretty much all I hunt with. Yeah, um, that's it's what it's what I've always used and it's what I like. A three oh eight, it'll do anything I yeah. want to do. Well, that's what all I think in the rifles, other than like a Henry twenty two and a couple twenty twos. I've got a, uh, 
I've got a Trump and Grave, Ruger 22, and stuff like that. But uh, it's all 308s, 223s. And I have now Henry, I think I've got a, I've got a 3030, which is terrible round because of the, I mean, at 200 yards, I think it drops four inches or something like you that. You can't find them. They're expensive. Yeah. It's yeah. heavy bullet. Yeah. And, I've got uh, 44 Magnum and 357 Magnum and a Henry too, but I, I've also have the uh, Henry 308 Long Ranger, and that's their first attempt to ever have a magazine, and it boy, it's really nice. So, I'm I'm waiting on you to invite me over for a range day. Okay. So I'll bring some stuff over. <laughs> okay, we we can do that sometime. It's uh, uh, you know, once the weather breaks and I'm I'm not sitting out in this. No, nah, I like not. the warm stuff. Yeah, I did I did too, and uh, and also uh, I can't remember the model number. I I haven't even fired it yet, and I I bought it three months ago. I bought a uh, Sig twenty two that nobody could find, and it's a twenty rounder. So, yeah, handgun. And the reviews are phenomenal on it. And I just haven't got around to shooting it because anytime I want to shoot it, the weather's bad. When the weather's good, I've had something else to do. Yeah. And actually, this uh, the podcasting's kind of time-consuming. I <laughs> so, can see that. So, anyway, so you don't have, like, say, you don't say, say like, boy, I'd like to get a, Oh, 357 Python oh, uh, or something. Uh, I, I really would like to have a 50 BMG, but <laughs> well, they they had one on sale on RK the other day in a Barrett. It was only eighty two hundred dollars. You, you know what? I have I have tried to get in, and in, in the times I've talked to Barrett, I've tried to get in there to to see their place, but because of their government contracts, you can't. You can't yeah. No, so I have a friend who's a contractor. And is trying. I'm trying to help him get into Barrett for some sales. So I told him, I said, if you get in there to sell, I'm your I'm I'm your business partner. I'm coming in with you. So yeah. We'll, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean that that Rec Seven that I had that's piston operated. I really really like that. Yeah. I've got three other ones. I've got a Sig. I got Chris and Brothers, and I've got a Wilson Combat. And the Barrett by far is the best. Oh yeah, and and. Like we were talking before, I know a lot of people like custom ARs. They like to custom build yeah. a gun, but I prefer to buy something that's a little more high end. And I know that they've tested it, and it play it, it works well. Instead of putting something together and then you know if it doesn't work, then you got to keep modifying and changing things. That's my opinion. I know a lot of guys they they like to custom build stuff. Yeah. That's that's not my thing. I yeah, Walt Walt Enkin just did a. Uh, custom job i mean it's yeah. a beautiful gun i mean really nice now i would i would trust him with a build sure. I, yeah i mean because he he's really into it in a big way and i uh I, I would trust him but i don't see the the point of it for myself because the warranties i mean you know every everybody's got it I, I, I almost everybody has lifetime warranties on everything. If so you buy, if you buy something higher end, 
you're you're gonna get it. You're gonna you're gonna get. They're gonna support it no matter what. Oh, like, like I was telling you last week about you know um, the Rock River. Yeah, Rock. Uh, yeah. You know, I've I've had I've never had an issue with anything, and when I've called them, like when they sent me a new barrel, they sent me a barrel. They sent me some other stuff. The guy said, "Here, just change all these parts." I got them. And then they also stuffed it with some other goodies. I got a hoodie and some other stuff. They just crammed it in or didn't yeah. charge me a thing for it. And it showed up. And then he then he got me on the phone. He was trying to get me to buy some other stuff. We got some 1911s in stock. You want to buy <laughs> I, said, I, I don't need that right now. I didn't even When did Rock River start making 1911s? They've been doing it for a while. I'd have to look. But, um, I mean, their, their custom stuff is really, really nice. Is it really? Yeah, it's really nice. Well... I don't know. I, 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 Nancy's thinks I'm borderline right now from for the funny farm. So, you know, if I could buy another gun, she can she can tolerate the whiskey, but the guns. You know. I I think that you should buy a Rock River 1911, and I'll try that out. <laughs> I'll let you try out my Wilson. <laughs> when I when I got back from the convention, I was on Rock River site seeing what they had in in uh, in stock right now. And like I said, they're all they're handmade stuff. They're really nice. I think theirs was theirs were starting at almost three grand. They're 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 very nice. Yeah. I've I've never shot one and I've I've heard that they're worth every every penny, but Well, I've I'll tell you, the Wilson that I've got, Wilson Combat, I they, they it's the best that I've ever shot. I mean it's really, really good and and the reset, it's, you know, and for the, for the audience, if you're just getting into guns, uh, when you fire a semi-automatic pistol and you fire it for the first time, there's a travel back to where you can shoot it again. That's called the reset. And the longer the reset, the harder it is to stay right on target. Wilson has just um, such a minute reset that you you just stay right on target. You, the recoil you bring the the you bring the pistol back down. The resets there. You shoot it again, and it's it's just a magnificent gun. And you by doing that by having the proper reset, and if you have your proper trigger finger placement you never have to worry about moving the finger in a different one it's a uh, uh, finger placement it's like uh, playing golf if you don't have it dead center on the meaty part of your index finger you can either hook or slice so just uh, anyway so if if you were so if you were buying a 40 Five nineteen eleven. You'd buy a Rock River, or uh, yes. if you bought, if you could buy a Wilson Combat at the same price, would you buy a Rock River? I want to see her Wilson. I want to shoot it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want to see it. Okay. Shoot it. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's I've got a Sig that's nice, and uh, my Colt Gold Cup match, and uh, but they're. There's something about the the Wilson, and now they got crazy ones too. I mean, you get you get like a Vickers commemorative 
Wilson or something, that's eight or ten thousand dollars. And I mean, it's just crazy. You know, people got stupid money, do stupid things. Mm -hmm. And uh, because it's not going to shoot any better than the one that I have from Wilson. I will get another 1911. I don't think it will be a Rock River, but probably a Springfield. Oh, just, you just can't lose. Just I'm, I'm just surprised that you don't have an M1A. <laughs> I mean, I, if, the, You're going to guilt me into this. Well, no, the, the thing is about that, I don't have, I have, I actually have uh, uh, thought about putting a scope on, and I just can't do it, even though. My eyesight isn't that great anymore, so I, I shoot at big steel with the, uh, the M1A on just plain sights. Yeah. But they're, the sights are so easy to adjust and everything. You never have a misfire with them. Yeah. And I've got, uh, in that 308, I got 20 round magazines and it's just, uh, it's just fun to shoot. And the SOCOM, puts out an unbelievable flame because of that short barrel but uh it, it's fun it's got a little more a little more recoil than the and standard that, that'll be one of those guns that i'll come across it and when i see it i gotta have it, and I'll buy it. oh i mean it's and and you know they're they're a lot better than the army issue the original grand uh they they had clips, and they eject a whole clip. Well, I, I can't remember because I you, you had to qualify with that in basic training, and but I I believe it was maybe six rounds or something like that where you got a twenty round magazine. Yeah. Oh, it's just no, no comparison, yeah. and and Springfield, it's just a great company. Yeah, you, you can't beat this brand. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, but they all got good service. Smith and Wesson, Colt, uh, Kimber, HK. You, you know, I don't know if you know, but every Heckler Cook gun that they shoot, they they run ninety thousand rounds through it before they go into manufacturing of a new gun, and if there's any. Tolerance change after ninety thousand rounds. They go back to the drawing board before they. So, like I told you last week, I started out shooting muzzleloaders when I was in high school. I worked for a guy who, um, at the time, funny enough, was vice president of the Farm Bureau. Long before I was there, he was a collector of everything post Civil War, and so you know, I went from muzzleloaders and single, just bolt action, single shot stuff to working with him and this he was just he was a wealthy old guy who had nothing better to do with his time i would show up to work and he'd say pick a gun and get some ammo and um he had two hk 94s and full auto here i was 16 well man i'll tell you i had some fun and that it was really it was really neat getting to work for that guy because he taught me all kinds of things that i didn't I had no clue. I'd never seen these things. And so um, his he always said his objective was, you know, to have me ready for when I went in the army. He you're going to be the you're going to be the best with the M16, blah blah blah. But um, 
I, I had a lot of fun working with that guy, and I'd seen a lot of things that otherwise I would have never seen, and it, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, you know, when I was in the National Guard, uh, I, my weapon, I, I was the BAR man, was a recon outfit, and, you know, we, tank recon. And uh, so my weapon was the Browning BAR, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it weighed... It was either 19 or 21 pounds without ammo. Mm-hmm. But you talk about something fun to shoot and put that on full automatic. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was a kick, but it's not something that you're going to do in a standing position and target shoot. No. You know, they had, I had a nice little bipod that I'd lay, lay on the ground and shoot, yeah. and, you know, it was fine, but... Uh, it's not a uh, well. They don't make the BAR like that anymore. But they, Browning actually has a BAR, but it's nothing like the original. Yeah. So that it was it was neat to go down when they still the machine gun shoot down in Kentucky. You go down there and they they there were, well there was a lot of guys with the um, the antiques and stuff and the older. Guns. Yeah, I saw a video that was on so that. Much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, in fact, uh, one of our motorcycle customers i can't remember his name but he was a uh, uh he's a lawyer in lawrenceburg and he got a special permit because he got into buying antique machine guns i mean german world war ii american world war ii something i i think he's even got uh some of the old water jacket machine guns so but he got into that big time yeah. and I, I I think it I think he told me it cost him two grand to get a license for that does that sound right I don't know. but it's I mean that's it, it cost him a lot well wait we're over our <laughs> we're over our 20 minute so I guess we better wrap this up I think we're at 22 minutes and uh, trying to make this easy for everybody so Let's go out with the uh, national anthem. And Craig, it's been fun. I'm sure the audience will enjoy it. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I'll talk to you on the next podcast.